Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Wednesday, November 8th, and we're talking Cardinals baseball today with Jennifer Langosh, our Cardinals reporter for MLB.com. Jen, we thank you for the time. Uh, We're going to touch on some notes regarding uh, Lance Lynn the release of uh, Trevor Rosenthal and uh, Yadier Molina not winning a gold glove for the uh, second straight year. But unfortunately, uh, as I'm doing with all the team reporters this week, I have to touch on the tragic, tragic death of uh, Roy Halladay in a plane crash on Tuesday off the uh, Gulf of Mexico, I believe. And uh, Halladay, just uh, 40 years of age. And the thing that really struck me uh, with all the, the remembrances and recollections of Halliday, it wasn't so much about the type of player he was, and he was obviously an outstanding one, but so many players around the league just talking about what a, just what a great guy he was. And, and again, having nothing to do with the two Cy Youngs or the postseason no-hitter, they just talk about he just was such a great guy. And, you know, any – any athlete death hurts, but this one hurts even more because of how special he was, you know, uh, off the field. Any personal recollections uh, on your part about watching him pitch uh, during his Phillies days against the Cardinals? You know, a little bit, you know, and I, I feel like I missed out on getting to know Roy Halladay, as you mentioned, with all the folks that are talking about what he was like off the field. I never had the privilege of giving to cover him or getting to know him in that manner. Um, I did help out um, in postseason coverage, both in 2010 and 2011, covering the Phillies. So I got a little bit of a glimpse there up close and what he was like in the clubhouse. Um, but of course, you know, what he was like on the field, which, you know, again, for those of us kind of looking at him and watching him from a distance, uh, it was remarkable. I mean, he was one of the best pitchers of his generation, maybe for a 10-year period, the best pitcher of that time period. You look at his numbers, you look at the number of complete games, I believe it was 67 complete games that yeah. he threw in his career. I'm not sure we're going to see numbers like that again. I, you just look at the way that starting pitching has changed, the way that, that pitchers are taken out so much earlier today than they were even a decade ago. Um, again, it's it's remarkable. I think it's a career that's going to end up with Roy Halladay as a Hall of Famer. It's just really, really disappointing that he's not going to be around for that day. And, you know, you think about someone who accomplished so much in his major league career, but also someone who had so much more left to accomplish outside of baseball at the age of 40 with young kids and a family, uh, you know, and that's what stings the most. And certainly here in St. Louis, you know, we have felt the loss 
um, in recent years of young players, of players um, in their careers still. And, and it, it lasts a long time. It lingers. And, uh, you know, you wish the best for the family, certainly, and those two boys moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, your heart just breaks uh, for his wife and uh, and his kids. And as you brought up, you know, you go back uh, 10 or so years and there's uh, Daryl Kyle. Uh, you bring up uh, Oscar Tavares uh, a couple years uh, a couple years ago in the offseason. So the Cardinals, unfortunately, have had experience uh, in this department. And, uh, you know, today, uh, all the baseball, and in particular, the Blue Jays and the Phillies are really feeling the loss of Roy Halladay uh, at the age of 40. Just a, a terrible, terrible news item from yesterday. And we certainly uh, wish the best uh, for his, uh, his family and his friends going forward. Uh, so, Jen, with that, let's make the awkward uh, transition to talk about some of the uh, Cardinals news items uh, coming down the last uh, couple of days. Uh, Lance Lynn uh, given a qualifying offer by the Cardinals and obviously not expected to take it. He wants a multi-year deal. He's only 30 years of age. He's right in his prime. And, of course, uh, he lost the full season in uh, 2016 due to Tommy John surgery. You know, when you look at uh, the collection of starting pitchers the Cardinals have had and all the success they've had in the past couple years, can you make a pretty good argument here that the best or at least the most consistent pitcher in that time span was Lance Lynn? Yeah, I think so. He was certainly the most durable, the most reliable. I mean, he was the guy that, you know, aside again from the year missed from Tommy John surgery, he was healthy. You knew he would take the mound. The Cardinals could count on him for six-plus innings basically per start. That's very, very valuable in this game today. So, you know, no surprise here that the Cardinals went ahead and made that qualifying offer. As you noted, they don't expect Lance Lynn to take it. Now, they would welcome it if he did. Certainly, this is a club that, that knows it could use another starting pitching for, pitcher for 2018. You know, that being said, the idea of pursuing him for a long-term deal isn't really palatable to the organization right now just because of the number of young starters they have coming up. So the expectation is not only uh, do the Cardinals think that Lance Lynn will, will decline this uh, this qualifying offer, but also that he'll probably end up somewhere else in 2018. And I think, and, you know, to get back to your question, I think the Cardinals maybe don't even realize how much they're going to miss this guy until he's gone. Again, somebody so durable and so reliable for so many years. Um, that's something that can't be, you know, overstated here in this game. And uh, some, some other team is going to get a very good starting pitcher, a workhorse-type pitcher who at 30 years old I think still has several years in his prime. Yeah, no question. And like you said, uh, you know, it, it's kind of human nature or fan nature to get excited about the young guys that are coming up and all the uh, potential they have and all the success they could bring. And the Cardinals certainly have that in spades. But like you said again, you know, don't quite know what you got sometimes till it's gone, as the old cliche goes. And if Lance Lynn is in another uniform in 2018, I think the Cardinals at some point are going to feel that loss because of all the natural ups and downs that the youngsters do typically go through. Lance Lynn has been through that. He's, uh, you know, he's off that roller coaster. He is as consistent and durable as they come, and he could be a real boon to someone else's pitching staff in 2018. Uh, we'll see what the future holds for him. Uh, Jen, another guy out the door, uh, Trevor Rosenthal, he was given his unconditional release and uh, got to feel bad for him because uh, just when he was starting to regain that dominance that he showed in 2016, boom, a season-ending uh, injury, and he's going to miss nearly all of 2018 after undergoing uh, Tommy John surgery. But as you recently wrote, there could be kind of a, a sneaky way, I guess, for lack of a better term, to keep him with the Cardinals uh, next year while he rehabs uh, from Tommy John surgery. Explain how that could potentially play out. 
Yeah. So just because Trevor Rosenthal, of course, is no longer with the organization, you know, effective earlier this week, um, it is not assumed that he, he can't be back. You know, the timing couldn't be worse for Trevor for this injury and in that he was going to be entering his third year of arbitration eligibility, which would have made him, of course, a free agent at the end of next season. Well, the Cardinals kind of weighing their options here did not want to go through that arbitration process with Trevor this year, knowing that his salary, which was $6.4 million last year, would increase for next year. Not seeing a reason to, to pay a pitcher $7-plus million basically to be sidelined for the season, which then, of course, prompted the release. But they have not ruled out trying to work out some sort of deal with Trevor that then brings him back to the organization under a different contract structure. Now, that can go one of two ways can either be a minor league contract that's laced with some incentives. So if Trevor does come back, say, midseason, uh, you know, his, his salary will be dependent both on what he's able to do, maybe games pitched, um, you know, the effectiveness that he shows. The other option, of course, is to try to bring him back under some sort of multi-year contract where, you know, maybe he's not making that much of a salary next year, but the Cardinals would then be guaranteed in keeping Trevor beyond the 2018 season. Um, now, the, the challenge in all of this, of course, is the Cardinals, I don't think, are going to be the only team pursuing Trevor Rosenthal. I mean, here you have a guy at 27 years old who has been a proven closer at the major league level for a number of years. As you noted, he really seemed to find his way back last year before the injury. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of teams interested in possibly trying to work out some, court, some sort of contract um, that brings Trevor into their organization again, maybe beyond 2018 and can kind of lock down his services. So the Cardinals will be exploring that. Other teams will be exploring that for Trevor Rosenthal. Uh, he now kind of moves on to the rehab process on his own. He had been working out here at Bush Stadium for the first month of the offseason. That now ends. But I think for him, he will find a landing spot somewhere. Um, again, it's just going to delay, I think, the money that he was likely to see in that last year of arbitration eligibility and free agency. Yeah, such a, such a tough blow. Any injury is a tough blow, but the timing of this one, considering where he was, as you pointed out, with the arbitration eligibility, really makes it sting. It's going to be very interesting to see uh, how the two sides work things out, or if they work things out in the offseason, and where Trevor Rosenthal uh, ends up in 2018 while he rehabs from Tommy John surgery. Uh, to wrap up here in the final minute or so, Yadier Molina uh, does not win a gold glove for the second straight year. And after winning, what was it, eight straight, it seems uh, hard to believe that he's gone uh, two straight years without winning one. Tucker Barnhart of the Reds uh, captures the gold glove behind the plate in the NL this year. You know, Yadi defensively in 2017, it wasn't prime Yadier, but his metrics were up. His uh, caught stealing numbers were way up. His uh, defensive war was up after a down 2016. Are you surprised that uh, Barnhart edged him out this year? I would say yes and no. I mean, Yachty always has the benefit of reputation, right? I mean, yes. he's done this for so many years, uh, and that can play, you know, and, and this is a vote that, you know, 75% comprised of manager and coaches' votes. So that does play. I think what probably hurt Yachty this year in the voting, however, is that other 25% is based on some sabermetrics numbers, and those didn't play as favorably in Yachty's um, corner. I mean, you look at Tucker Barnhart, his defensive run saved, you know, for instance, much, much higher than it was for Yadier Molina. So, you know, I think in some ways, you know, Tucker Barnhart was the deserving candidate here. Again, you know, are we going to see Yadier Molina now at the age of, of 35 and higher at his defensive prime? Probably not. Uh, he's still in a defensive elite catcher. He is still a guy who I think sets the gold standard here. But that run of kind of, you know, the expectation that he would take home this award as a given, 
no longer seems to be the case. So, um, I again, I can't argue with the finish here. I know certainly it bothered Yachty last year that he wasn't able to take home the gold glove. I think it will do the same. Um, and, and other teams better watch out because when you give Yachty Molina any extra inch of motivation, he, he always seems to pull that in and bring something out. Yeah, no question there. And I think uh, Cardinals fans can hang their head on the fact that uh, even Yachty or Molina in slight decline is better than almost any other catcher in baseball at their peak. That's how good Yadier Molina still is and has been for so many years. Jennifer Langosh, we appreciate the time on this Wednesday. We'll do it again next week. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, St. Louis Cardinals. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.